Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
Hello, good evening. Welcome to the Scottish Rugby Podcast. It is myself, John Anderson, at the helm once again tonight. Uh, we are joined by a number of special guests. Uh, we have got Ian here in the chair. Ian, good to see you, buddy. Good timing. Just when I tip, kept myself on mute. Um, hello, <laughs> hi everyone. Hi, I'm, I'm hi John. Hi, 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 Ian. This is my new thing. I'm trying. I'm trying to like catch people mid drink. Uh, it's, it's something I'm going Swine. for. I know, yes. Aha! Johnny McGinty, you're also joining us. Yes, yes, I got you mid Hello. I did that on purpose. I hope you appreciate it. I did, yeah. I, I, are you graduating <laughs> tomorrow? Uh, what, what, how's that I am, going? yeah. Yeah, uh, get, I'm ready. Get a cap. Uh, no, I th- do you know what? At Dundee, you've got to pay extra for the cap. <laughs> Which, like, do. seems unwise because obviously all Scottish people just go, nah. So, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Exactly. No, so I'm not My graduation was I had to like doff the cap to the like dean as I walked past him. And apparently like a couple of my mates were in the front row said so I sort of did a sort of wink like a sort of Larry big man. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a Fred Russell pat him on the belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we winking? Did you do the like the, the, the running man as you went past? <laughs> so, anyway, that's besides the point. Craig, Craig, you're also with us tonight. Good evening, Craig. How the hell are you? Doing just fine. Spent a day looking at a cow's arse. So, uh, yeah, it's been a fantastic day. The Craig. only place I've been, the only place <laughs> that smells of other mint more than a hound, how five nights uh, changing him. Uh, was it yeah. just the one cow? Do you have a problem? No, was no, it? it's many cows. It was, I was at Scott Agri today, which is uh, uh, the uh, one the a cow show of all things. For I'll some tell you reason, what. There was lots of tra- there was tractors, there was Nobody. cows, there was. Lots of things. Nobody knows how to play to the crowd of a Scottish rugby podcast like Craig Manson. <laughs> Tell us at like the Scottish agricultural show today. We don't have and any for the farmers there. <laughs> oh, the farmers. Yeah, Alex, Alex, Alex DeMar was a farmer. Yeah, but he's, he's special. He's a mighty farmer. Of- well, we, the rest we, of them are uh, all sport uh, Hoyk and Melrose, and because we don't talk do. about the club game enough, um, they won't. They won't support us. They won't we support just us. We don't have the time. We'd love to, couldn't we? Yeah. Well, we we are also joined tonight. Five five hours. We are also joined, boys and girls. I'm going to play this. It's kind of like the wrestling. Here we go. <laughs> It is our very own. In my head, that sounds like Cami Black. Cami, <laughs> welcome back. Black is back. How are you doing, buddy? Good to see you along. Can't hear a word you're saying. And he's left himself on he's mute. Not, he's not plugged his mic in, look. He's not plugged his mic in. <laughs> <laughs> How long has he been away? Too long, Johnny. Too long. So <laughs> I thought I was watching before when when you were saying you're going to introduce people while they were drinking. Poor Craig. I thought he was going to drown because he held his glass to his lips. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy the Undertaker intro though, which makes you. Does that make you Paul Bearer then, John? It does, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, I would make a bold joke, but apparently 
it's uh, anti-feminist now to make jokes about uh, <laughs> people's hairlines, according to Joe Douglas and Stuart Hogg. Well, I would, I would hold that thought, Cammy, because we may have one more video later on in the, the show. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But uh, great to see you back, buddy. Great to have you along. Obviously, we done, we done the OnlyFins the other day, and that was the kind of the Patreons got the the first return of the Cammy Black. But this is the second coming of Black. I, that that sounds rude. Oh, why uh, at my age, age at my age, it takes. Let's just say, at my <laughs> age, it takes a long time before there's any second coming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get this back. You're on lucky. Track. You're lucky to have a first coming. <laughs> <laughs> It's your birthday soon, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas comes quicker. <laughs> Guys, seriously. And yet, I seem to be the one who gets accused of lowering the tone all the time. <laughs> why, is he, why is Ian the voice of reason here? Jesus. Right. Anyway, back and try. Carry on, Scottish podcast. <laughs> we, we, carry on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll probably come on to the, the, the damn health my my later on. Um, yeah, so you're, you're on the Scottish Rugby Podcast, if, if this is the first time you're coming along. Um, yeah, Sorry. You're prob- <laughs> we're probably running for the hills just now. It's not always like this, I promise. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> that might be false advertising. Um, yeah, if, if, you, if you are here and you like what you see, though... <laughs> You're insane, but never mind. Uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Podcast to support us. £3 a month uh, will support the podcast and uh, you'll get yourself exclusive content, including some um, interviews, things we've done in the past, and some of the, some more of this, because we do deliver this. What you will probably pay your £3 a month for, most importantly, is the world-famous Hands in the Ruck section where... Me and the boys will cut loose a wee bit. There will be some swearing. There will be some setting the world to rights. And I presume tonight is going to be quite good at that, given what happened at the weekend. Uh, we've got a few people joining us on the comments as well tonight, so it's great to see you all, all uh, along. Cammy, apparently, you seem to have grown younger during your absence. Maybe you it really was younger, a dream. He's not wrong. Just, he? I've lost a bit of weight. I've been on the other side. I'm not having to do this podcast every week. I know that's it. Nothing to keep I, you in line. What does that, does that moving, moving house is less stressful than doing this podcast. <laughs> I know that's it. <laughs> moving to why, different... is, why is John not um, lost in the Whoa! Weekend? Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Body shaming. <laughs> I never was. I was only asking a question. He's been constantly into Sound that klaxon, John. What do you. Bloody right, two seconds. Uh, there's so many videos because I've added so many today, though. That's a problem. Right. Yeah, Craig, that's your warning for tonight. That's you sorted. Right. Shall we go on? <laughs> Shall we go on with some rugby boys? I think that was quick, yeah. Quick before I discuss the irony of, of Manson body shaming anybody. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, you, <laughs> right. You're on the naughty step, Manson. You just behave yourself. You'll get okay. back in a sec. Right. No let's talk. Let's talk rugby. Obviously, uh, a couple of massive, massive games at the weekend. Um, where do you want to start, boys? Do you want to go? Yeah. Barbados against the All Blacks fifteen. Fabulous, fabulous shout. Uh, okay, <laughs> or or you could you, you could always talk about Richie Gray being banned. We could always talk about Richie Gray being banned. I was presuming that might come up in casual conversation, but yes. Ah, I see, um, right. Yes, well, there was a plan to this, Craig. Let's go with the old. My apologies. 
Right, so Scotland. He's bringing uh, the chaos. Yes, yes. He, he is the Finn Russell to our uh, Jakob van der Holt here. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you're saying is I'm the best person on this, on this podcast. I think I was I'm saying gl- you were. I'm glad you broke up there. I think I, I was saying you're fourth, <laughs> fourth choice and not liked by the coach. <laughs> Yeah, so All Blacks game at the weekend, guys. Um, let, let's, again, chronologically, let's start at the start. Cammy, watch the game. The Doddy Weir the tribute. Oh, oh, oh my days. Oof. Oof. Look, we can't rule Doddy out every time we play the All Blacks just to get the team up, G'd up, right? But <laughs> what a start that was. It has worked was it twice not? in a row now. Twice in a row. It, what a start that was for everybody to have Doddy delivering the match ball. I mean, I was in bits. Yeah. It's just, that was, you know, yeah. It, that, it, I just, a, just a great, a great to see Doddy, great to see his family, a great moment for them. And you could see, I mean, you know, Jamie Ritchie talked about before and after the game and they'd obviously harnessed it. And it does, you know, it does put it in perspective. It's only rugby. Do you mean the end of the day? It's only a game at the end of the day, and you see what Doddy's going through. You see where he is now, and the fact that you know five years ago, the last time we played this fixture, he was told he had a year to live, and here we are five years later, and he's still he's still going strong by all accounts. You know, yes, it takes its toll, but you know he he's still with us. He's still doing all the fantastic work, um, and no, but it was. It's not what. <laughs> It's hard to say. It's like you know, that is not the emotion I wanted to feel. At, you know, quarter past two on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. But but nevertheless, it was a very powerful thing. Do you know? Do you know what was quite? <clears throat> what well, was quite funny though? Obviously, the players have reacted to the situation, realizing that the wheel the wheelchair couldn't necessarily go into the center of the pitch. I don't think that was necessarily conveyed to the players. My Absolute highlight, and I'll come at you, Ian. I don't know if you noticed this, and I'll come at you because you kind of look slightly like him at times. Sam Whitelock <laughs> demanding the ball off Jamie Ritchie. <laughs> Doddy's just <laughs> literally handed him the match ball, and Sam's like, Yeah, but we're kicking off, mate. Get, get- <laughs> it looks like someone put Sam Whitelock on a boil wash, by the way. Let's be careful <laughs> clear about that. I had all those years in the sun, that's why, you know. <laughs> did, you, did you notice that from I look Sam? after masking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moisturised to the hilt. Um, I well, no, he just wanted to be—he uh, just wanted to be close to Dolly. That's all. He did, yeah, yeah. And and he then moving, moving on chronologically, Craig, I'll come to you. Um, the hacker, talk talk to me about the response from the Scotland fans. Um, it was a, it was a weird one because um, first of all, just to go back to your point about Doddy and things like that, um, I've never seen so many wet eyes in in, in Murrayfield for some time. Um, and the other thing was, um, and and I you know I've been to a lot of rugby games at Murrayfield. I've never heard Flower of Scotland sung like that before. Um, Flower of Scotland was the loud like I've heard it sung, and you think. Wow, that's amazing. I've heard been at England games and it's quite amazing. And I, I was there when well, you know, they were when they started stop you know, start they stopped playing in the second verse and it was quite 
you know, the, the, the hairs in the back of your neck went up, but I've never heard Flair of Scotland sung like that before. Um, and the, the Scotland fans were absolutely in tune, as in in tune with the moment. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just just um, just a, a really emotional, um, a, an emotional start to the game. The hacker, yeah, it, it, it's it's a difficult one because I I know all the all the discussions about. Um, or you know, we should stop letting the old blacks have their dance at the beginning and and have all the focus on them, and we should stop. We should front up against them into it. But so there was a lot of um, Scotland fans who started shout, you know, singing Scotland, 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 or whatever. You know, it's no singing, but it's chanting Scotland, and there were and there was a lot of noise. Um, it, so half of me went, yeah, yeah, we should be in their face, and we should be we should be shouting them down. But half of me was also saying, look, I've brought my family here to watch Scotland play the All Blacks and it's all part the hackers all part of it. So um, you know, it's my it was my son and my daughter's first time seeing the hacker live and seeing the All Blacks play. My, you know, my son's nudging me when Jordy Barrett's overtaking kicks um before warm up and stuff like that, and saying, Have you seen some of these guys? Look at the size of um oh I forgot his name's just gone right at my head, um the winger. Mark Seville. Uh no, it was the uh the other guy, Caleb Clark. Oh, um, and, and, and just the size of this guy and things like that. So, so for me, I, I'm not saying it's disrespectful or anything. Like that. I'm not getting on the high horse on that. I just it was I was really a really shove their hacker where the sun doesn't shine. But I also wanted my family to experience the the you know the hacker and and seeing it. So it was it was quite muted from the from the all blacks. I have to say, in in, in my eyes, um, it, it seemed very muted, and the Scotland fans certainly shouted it down, which was which was good. I think the thing when, is with a hacker, you take your medicine, right? That's that's the bottom line with a hacker. You don't yeah. you, you don't respond. It's there. I'm, I've got no issue at all with them performing it. I think the way it's performed now is that's that speaks to the cult, the New Zealand Maori culture. It's a you know, it's a an invitation to a chance them laying down the challenge. I'm all for that, but you you take the medicine with that. You absorb it and use it as you will. It's not. Yeah. You don't have to go back with your own challenge while they're doing it. I mean, the, the rugby league thing where you had, was it Tongan? Oh, the, my God. That was that amazing. Was amazing <laughs> watching them both like hack at the same time. But we, you know, it's not, we haven't got anything equivalent. So the, I think you're right, Craig. I think there's no need for the fans to start singing anything. You just absorb it and you take it and you use it in any way. You don't, it's, it's not supposed to be intimidating. It's a challenge. That's it, and people get all the high horses. And you know, there was a couple of players doing the throat slitting gesture, but again, even that's supposed to be—it's not a throat slitting gesture. It's about the release of life, supposedly. But that's it. You just take your medicine with it. You don't don't challenge it. Just watch it for what it is, and that's it. We don't need. They've to... said before, like the All Blacks themselves have said that that actually, when it comes to the opposing team they don't mind a response and they kind of quite expect a response. And so, like, yeah, the fans singing is something a little bit different, but honestly, like, the best hacker I've ever seen is, is like, the one where um, France had the T-shirts on that made, like, the big French flag, or the one where, um, was it Wales? 
it got it like right, right up, right up in yeah. Yeah, yeah like I, I love stuff like that like if was the other Alan team made, has something they want to do I'm up for did it did Alan make the number 8 when uh, Axel yes. Foley went yeah as well yeah. They, they stood yeah. in the figure of 8 and, and I think Keith Wood just walked straight up himself didn't he yeah, well, Cockers did it as well, didn't he? For it was it a Barbarians game. Cockers went and and fronted up to them. And I don't. I think that's it. It's a stupid world rugby rule, which comes back to it's the whole kind of red trouser politeness brigade thing. <laughs> yeah. Must stand ten meters back from this. Where, where <laughs> did you just folks as they perform the war dance? Where, where I, yeah, where I, I'm surprised they didn't all put perf helmets on. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, what what I, I it's for me. Uh, I. And this is only personal. Please, I'm not. I'm not. Not being angry at anybody. It was the the whole. Um, I'll talk about it later about the experience of going to Murrayfield for an All Blacks game was phenomenal. But for me, the most exciting part of it is not hearing a pin drop in the in the stadium while they do the haka, and mm. and there is a respectful um, up in their face from from a team. Um, the whole. England thing of, you know, Owen Farrell smirking and things like that. I'm not into that. I just think that I don't mind a, a show of passion from the from the team that are going up against them because we want to sort them out. We want to put them back in their box um, uh, to coin a frame, George, uh, John. Um, but uh, <laughs> on, on my side of things, I really, I, I just, it's more spine tingling for me to, especially I think that, um, that five years ago and and it was a it was a, a night game and we had all yeah, the, I was all the lights out and everything and then you've got the hacker and I just it's all it's, it's all up. it's entertainment isn't it you know yeah okay. and at that one in twenty seventeen just just as the hacker was finishing then the crowd started singing Flower of Scotland again which was amazing mm-hmm. and like that's that's a little bit different they just sit there going Scotland like they yeah, get, they'd got to the they'd got to the very end of the hacker. And then everyone started. I think the piper must have come up just at the sort of very last line of the haka. And then there was a massive flower of Scotland just after it. And I was like, "This is amazing! That yeah. was brilliant." Was that fifteen or seventeen? Seventeen. Seventeen. That was on fifteen when we had the red shorts on and Tommy Seymour scored the intercept try. Oh yeah, because uh, that was also a night game. <laughs> I remember because um, I, I left my mate's wedding to go to that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, twenty seventeen, the night game. With the hacker and with Doddy bringing out the ball, that was like I have never experienced an atmosphere like that anywhere ever. It was incredible. The thing is, though, and we'll come on to this. You, it goes the same for the team and the fans. Is you can't just get it up for the All Blacks game. Yeah, no, that's been no, that's cool. been a theme so far of this <clears throat> tournament. Is yes, it's great to go see the All Blacks, and yes, people are willing to pay for the experience, but. The fans can't just turn up for one game. The team just can't turn up for one game just because it's the All Blacks. And I think therein lies a bit of the... Yes, it's spine tingling. I agree with you, Craig. It's fantastic. But every game should be spine tingling at Murrayfield. Yeah. 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 I think, I think and it's England. the same thing, though, with England. You know, we, we always talk yeah. about... Every, everybody yeah. talks about um, it's a sellout for England. There's not a seat to be had because we want to... You know, you've got to go to a Scotland England game because the atmosphere is phenomenal. Well, I totally agree with you, Cammy. We should, we should have if 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 the SRU are to be believed, um, the the you know Murrayfield sells out for all these international games. Well, well, maybe we should. It doesn't. We should no, be. the official line, Craig, is <laughs> right, that they've okay. sold the most tickets ever. Right. Okay. Because they put on an extra game. 
That's what it's official line. Yeah. It's not that because, all the games are sellouts. It's that they've sold the most tickets ever because they've yeah. got on an extra game. And this is the second year they've done four games. And last year, the out-of-window game was against Tonga. So obviously, <laughs> Australia sold more tickets this year. And that's why they've sold the most tickets ever. Yeah. I, and this, year, this year, they've got an out-of-window game against Australia and the game against the All Blacks. And they're going, well, we've sold the most ever tickets. I, and but this is the first time we've ever done four pass. games. Yeah. Season pass, which means that 58,000 people are still said to be turning up to the Fiji game. When and one pound tickets. And one yeah. pound tickets for kids. It's lucky if it was 5,800 there. And so, uh, But me and Johnny were there. So that, that made yeah. the difference. That made the difference. Craig and I will be there on Saturday. For I'll be there as well. I will be there as well, so we will no doubt bump into each other. Uh, Craig can apologise in person for his slights on my body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go on to the actual game itself. So, um, eight minutes in, boys and girls. Uh, Scotland are 14 points down uh, and have been blown Where's that gift of the Formula One car with all the wheels falling off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, has, it has went horribly wrong by this point. Um, what came after that was, and I'm going to say 60 minutes, or let's go 50 to be generous, right? 50 minutes of Scotland playing the best rugby they've played in five years. It's all Finn's fault. <laughs> it's all Finn's fault. It is all Finn's fault we played the best rugby we've played in five years. Yeah, you're right, Craig. I don't think, well, is it the best rugby we've played in five years? No, I mean, because it wasn't. Because the twenty nineteen that twenty that second the second half of England against England in twenty nineteen. Only forty minutes. So the ten minute the ten minutes makes all the difference. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> and you know, I, I I thought well, if you compare, right, that England team where they're an Eddie Jones England team, and let's face it, they've kind of been flattering to deceive for many, many years. That All Blacks team, yeah, they've not been at the top of the game, but like based on that first 10 minutes, I mean, the score, like based on the first 10 minutes, I was turning it off going, well, that could be 100 points. We could literally take a tank in here. The, the problem that we're it. talking about, though, is exactly what Cabby said. Like, when you start to rack your brains the last five years, what's the best rugby that Scotland have played? There's Sunday. There's the 2021 Calcutta Cup game at Twickenham where we beat them. Yep. There's the 2019 Calcutta Cup game, the 38 All game, and then there's the 2017 All Blacks game. Now that's four games in five years that we're talking about: two against England and two against the All Blacks. And maybe so where is that for the other 30 games? Maybe the away game against France. France. As well. Yeah. But yeah, we've clearly got an issue with or the up. the um the game where uh, Jamie Ritchie got punched in the face. We were very also good in that against, game. against France. France. Yeah. Again, yeah. yeah. So, so, so basically, what we're saying is we, we can play against the top three in the world. I think uh, it's the Australia away and Sydney. Oh, wait, is that still five years? Uh, no, that was, that was the Lions. Lions. No, no, yeah, that, that I, was the Lions year, wasn't it? That was I, think, I think it's. Well, it's still twenty seventeen. So, I think John, it's I mean, the first summer, time we've had. It's the first time we've had our absolute best team on the pitch. Yeah, together because I don't think we've ever had that light that. Back line with Duhan Darcy, Finn Russell, and Chris Harris and Stuart Hogg in it. I know Craig, I, I don't mean to I don't mean to dump on Siona Tiapolotu, but you know yeah. there's a couple of guys you could slot in at twelve. But that that core of the, the spine of 
Ali Price, Finn Russell, Duhan and Darcy on the wings, Stuart Hogg and Chris Harris. That is a phenomenal backline. And that is the I think that's probably the first time. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like it's, a, it's certainly the first time they've all been on form. They played. They all played together the game we won in France against France in Paris. Yeah, yeah. So yep. That was the game Scott that Finn got sent off. Just Scott Cummings is what I was going to say. I was that's what I was asking Finn to cover his ears because get Grant Gilchrist out of there and put in Scott Cummings, and that's that is probably our strongest team. Are we then saying that Richie Gray Although, is stronger than Johnny Gray? Fraser Brown, like where did that come from? Phenomenal. <laughs> well, actually, I'll, I'll segue on that point. Actually, I'll come to you, Craig, Craig Manson, because you've, you've been very vocal about Fraser Brown over the years. Um, Fraser Brown's performance at the weekend was one of the best performances from a hooker Scotland have seen in some time. What went on there? Well, have you ever seen the Green Mile? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Jack Dempsey has uh, taken all the black stuff out the middle of uh, Fraser Brown and taken it on board. No, 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 no. I'm winding you up, I'm winding you up, I'm winding you up. I'm going to kick you off. (laughs) What I I would say is uh, Fraser Brown, absolutely a phenomenal performance on the weekend. His arrows were straight. He was, was, but, you know, someone who, who we talk about in set piece on a regular basis um, was a nightmare around the park, um, and was was really you know someone who's obviously been out the Scotland squad from some time, and had to put a performance in to kind of say hello, I'm still here sort of thing. And it was just lovely to see him play rugby and not give away stupid penalties <laughs> um, and bits and pieces, you know. But then you can go through the whole list. Like Richie Gray has has showed himself apart from. What we might talk about of me and band now, but we we saw Richie Gray as he was when you know when he was playing three four years ago. Um, Grant Gil, ago, well yeah, Grant, <laughs> yeah okay. I was it seems just like yesterday. Um, and Grant Gilchrist breaking through tackles, breaking through and 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 powering through um, and making fun. You know every time Gilchrist Gray um, Fraser Brown took the ball on, they were gaining five yards um through the you know, for that for that fifty minutes or forty minutes in the middle, you know. Um they looked absolutely deadly. Um so uh, you know, I was really, really impressed with them. Um uh, until they got into the twenty two and then uh, we can start talking about that. Yeah, I was just gonna kinda bring that in, but getting on to that point, Cammy, when we got opportunities we all commented on social media. Everybody was mentioning we coughed up so many try scoring opportunities. I mean, we left probably 28 to 30 points out there. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, what there's definitely three times we were on the line. I mean, there's the Jamie Ritchie log roll where he just didn't stop. There was a couple of times where we just... You know, I mean, the, the thing is, like, it's the All Blacks' defense, and the All Blacks' defense is absolutely ferocious. Yeah, and we should have seen. I think to lose it, the Jamie Ritchie thing is a mistake, right? The second time when the All Blacks are absolutely doing everything they can on the line to stop you, you you, you learn the lesson, and we didn't. And there were opportunities to go wide. I mean, Craig, you, it, it's hard to see. I think on the. On the telly, because you know, after all these years, they still haven't got 
right how to show rugby on the telly. But Craig, you're in the <laughs> stadium. You know, th- th- there were the there were options to go wide sooner than they did, and and it's that thing we've always said about Scotland: is just keep you know to keep pummeling at the try line. And it's I mean, it almost felt like kind of pre-Vern Cotter that white line fever we used to get under Frank Haddon of you know we're almost going to score a try. Oh, we're going to cough the ball up. We're going to give was... away a stupid penalty. Yeah, what what was a, a really upsetting us, and, and especially well the people that were sitting around us because I was quite vocal, uh, so they they basically had to hear my point while I was there. Um, uh, <laughs> That's is, what Wait, see, when I was vocal about Flinty, people moved seats, Craig. how Craig's take is different whether it's him saying it or someone else saying it. Yeah, it was <laughs> when I gave my opinion after the France game, he was quite upset about that as well. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a sellout. Nobody could move. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it was, <laughs> the thing is, it was when we've got that backline that are playing that well, why are we not moving the ball? I don't mind one or two. We've talked about this before. One, two, three phases knocking on the door. Fine. Absolutely fine. But we need to clear that ball. The reason you knock on the door like that for three phases is if you try to power over, if you're not going to power over, get quick ball and fire it out because you're sucking it, sucking, sucking everybody in. And I'm, I'm just going to note down the, the point where Craig said, always give it to the backs. So 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I'm, just see, I'm just I'm saying, after, about that point. after three phases, when you've got Ardy, he was standing back watching, trying to see when it's going to be time. And then he dived in and took the ball. And he, he did it three times. And it's just, it, it, it was so annoying. Um, because Duhan was on fire. Darcy was on fire. Why are these? Why are we not putting the ball over to these guys? So it all seemed to be telegraphed like one pick and go. It was never like mini pods. I think there was only one time where uh, somebody actually ran on it. I think Dempsey just after he come on ran out of the yeah. ball. That's the rest of the time Scott, just all Scott looking about. So bad like, for that. But the yeah. thing is, that's that's the thing. When when we're running on the ball in the, in the midfield, we're tearing them apart. And and we were breaking through. We were five y- five meters, five yards, whatever you want to call it. You know, and 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 whether you're metric or uh, old fashioned, it was it was always we were absolutely pulling them apart, and they were struggling. They were stre- They had um, what's his name, Lynette Brown, before he got his yellow card, was screaming at people to get round, and they were they were really working hard, and we were tearing them apart. I mean, there was um, I can't remember. There was a Twitter start I saw about teams who got percentage of ball that came out from uh, three seconds or under. Yeah. Italy was up at around 84%. We were second bottom of the entire list for the weekend yeah. at about 50-odd. Um, so it's, it's just when we get to these close positions, we, we, we don't have that nasty monsterness or something like that, you know? Yeah. And we and just you know, always... For, seem to... for, all we, for all we started off by saying, like, he's the other guy in that back line... I think we, we mentioned it on Sunday afternoon. Siri Tupelotu yep. made yards over the gain line every single time he got the ball. Like, he he was monstrous. And the and but he got isolated that, a lot, though, Johnny. To be fair, he got isolated a lot. And I think that... Yeah, again, but if, that was if you're two yards out, it doesn't matter if you get isolated because you're over the trial. No, that, well, that's true. The, the interesting thing he got turned over very often, though. Like, if no. he, he was able to you know keep himself up or... Get away with this thing. Like after Richie got done for rolling, I saw 
at least three others, two by Scotland, one by the All Blacks, where you could yeah. say the same thing, but it's only just because of where they were on the pitch. The problem, aye, but the problem with, sorry, Cammy, but the problem with Jimmy Ritchie's role was it was blatant. You could, and you, you could see, we were lucky enough to be down that side of the pitch, so we could see, and I saw it and went, oh, uh, I was, I knew that was going to get called back because it was the men. Because they were, it was it was definitely they were you know he was trying to stop them getting the ball because he found himself on a you know a second on his own and he was you know he didn't have the backup right there and then so he put the extra roll in to to keep them away from the ball um but sorry cameo well i was gonna say the interesting start though and this is where we get this is this is where we get killed every time with this is you know it's the points per visit to 22 is we're on 2.1 and the all blacks are on 3.9 yeah. You need to be averaging three plus yeah. on a visit yeah. to the 22. Because that means you're getting a penalty every time. That means on average you're getting at least a penalty every time. You get a score you... every time you go. That's away. it. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. 3.9, we're 2.1. First half, and... I think they were averaging something. Like, well, at one point they were at one point they were averaging seven points, seven points per visit to the twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, in the first they had two visits, two visits, two scores. <laughs> so they were they were seven points a visit, and we were two point odds. Six or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's difficult. Um, like chronologically, we'll, uh, uh, this is the way I'm doing this, so you're just gonna have to deal. Let's we've we've dealt with the first eight minutes of the game, and we've had our lots of debate about the the rest of the game. Let's talk about the Shabon Shabon Katakin uh, tribute. Um, really well observed this week, and also got a big shout out on uh, the the commentary as well. Great to see uh, starting to take take shape. Um obviously building for for next week as well so um you guys did you see it on the television did how, how did you feel about it it was really audible on tv actually yep, um definitely. i watched this really on tv didn't really notice it if i'm being perfectly honest yep. um john and i were were at fiji obviously and and it was much More better I feel like that it was at Australia, and then this week it was brilliant, and obviously enough that Nick Mullins mentioned it on the commentary. So, Cotter, sorry, yeah, yeah that's, that's a bad you. mistake to make as well. Yeah, Former podcast guest, Andrew. Cotter. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's raging right now. I'm sort of raging. Uh, Craig, you you were in the stadium, so how, how did it come across in the stands? Came across very very well. Came across very respectful. Um, uh, you know, there was enough people in the crowd in each section that it was a it was a nice you know it wasn't just one section it was applauding it was it was the whole the whole stadium and and again just as you've been saying there's a, there was a, it came across on the TV quite um, quite well because it was loud um, it wasn't crazy loud but it was audible it was and it got to the point where because I we. I knew about it and I was I was ready for it, but um, and so was Cordelia. But the, the two kids were not that sure. They didn't, and they're saying, "What what's the clapping for?" And we had a discussion about it after the claps had happened. So they joined in, and and everyone, you know, it was it was nice. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And um, I think the well, thing is, the way well, well, I mean, well, obviously, well done, Alan McDonald for organising it. And I yeah. think they they did some flying outside the stadium this for this game in particular and, and I know Alan's done a lot of work in trying to connect with people like Andrew Cotter and the Amazon production team just to kind of make sure that they're aware of it and that they reference it. I think what's key is obviously I think it'll grow for the Argentina game. More people know about it. It'll be a, a you'd hope it would increase again. Um 
but I don't think this needs this should be the end of it. I think yeah. it needs to carry on to the Six Nations. I really hope it does. I'd actually like it to become a bit of a thing, really, that that we just I, keep doing it on the eighth I, minute. I think it could be a, it could be a, a tradition, and it just keeps going. Thing we do, yeah. I spoke to Alan. Um, obviously, me and Alan have the same employer, so I, I actually spoke to him on work chat. Um, he pinged me regarding this very thing, and uh, yeah, exactly what I said to, to Alan that this should be something that continues definitely needs to be something that continues for the foreseeable future um and i agree cammy i think it's something that you know if you're you want to set traditions and you want to make the murrayfield match day experience well let's let's have something like this that is our thing to celebrate someone like shabon um i think it's, it's so important so yeah i think we need to actually encourage my, that my worry is as well that the siu have taken the position that they're just not going to acknowledge it yeah and that the and i think alan has been very measured, I think, in all everything he's done with, with speaking to the press about the reason behind it and what his expectations would be of the SRU and what they should do. It hasn't resulted to kind of any extreme rhetoric with it. It's just they should they should have done a review. They haven't done a review. They're not taking it seriously enough, and that's the line. And I think until. Certainly until there is a review and an acknowledgement from the SIU, it needs to be, this is not going away. This The fans will continue to do this until something is done. And, and, and it may be that review is that, you know, nothing, nothing has, you know, nothing untoward happened and it was just a very unfortunate series of events that occurred. <clears throat> and that's fine, but that's what a review is there for. And I think until that happens, I think it's absolutely right that, that, that this carries on being a thing. And I think the risk for the SRU, I would say, is that if they don't address it, it becomes an ingrained thing that we do every single game. And that they get to a point where they say, we will do a review, okay, we'll do a review, but it's too late at that point. And then for years afterwards, on the eighth minute, Scotland fans applaud, and we all remember why we're applauding. And it becomes a sense of shame for the SRU that, that they didn't act quickly enough to nip this in the bud. I'd far rather it was. I'd far rather it was a celebration than a protest, and and the SRU need to need to then take that on board to, to, to yeah. deal with it. So it becomes a celebration rather than a protest. I know it is a celebration of her, of her as well, but it, it's it's definitely a protest. I think as well, um, and and I'd like that to go away and make it a celebration rather than. If, and, if and I was the SRU, and I'm not. But if I was no, the SRU, no, not. <laughs> certainly not. That's been made very clear um, on a number of occasions. No letters. If I, was, if I was the SRU, I would have embraced this sooner and certainly would have embraced this following the All Blacks game when it's reached a crescendo Yeah, and said, we will now take ownership of this. Yes, we've listened to everybody. We will do a review and this is how we will do it. And Going forward, we we acknowledge this fan-led gesture, and we'd like to continue to uh, honour Siobhan Cattigan in her memory by making this a regular thing. And I think that there's that, there's a win there for the SIU if it's willing to take it, but it's I, it's it's not. I think that's the one is not willing to name take a it. name a girls' training academy after you know you yep. do a proper yeah, inquiry exactly exactly Get, you know even like I mean. A, a scholarship, you know, anything, a scholarship, something, just to acknowledge it. Yeah, it. I mean, well, the yeah. there's, there's, they, they might even have to get the Scottish government, because if you look at, the Scottish government gave the SRU, what is it, 
Is it 30 million in total? 30 million over COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might want to, you know, if they think our money's gone into some of this and that they, you know, I mean, I, I hate to make it like a political point or anything, but the fact is we know there isn't enough uh, education into brain injuries and into women's rugby. You know, if, if the Scottish government are thinking our money's, some of our money's name is in the back of this, um, and they haven't looked after this person properly. We need a proper review and everything, you know, and it's yeah. how to how to concussion is dealt with across all sports because there's been some horrific events in football as well recently, yep. where players haven't been taken off. Um, you know, well, uh, well, there's well, been, there's, hor- there's been well, a horrific rugby moment uh, rugby rugby this weekend as well with uh, Abby Dow as well. So yeah, there's we're, we're still got a long way to go. We as a sport, we need to grow. Football needs to grow. Everyone needs to grow, and we need to be respecting this properly. And I think Cammy's absolutely spot on that we need to, you know, there was an op, there is an opportunity. There is like there's a very very quickly closing window of opportunity for the SRU to acknowledge this and actually to embrace it in the way it's meant to be done. Um, it will quickly to your point, Craig. It will quickly go from I think it has been for the most part celebration. Yeah. Uh, with, a, with a degree of protest, and I don't disagree with that, but I think it will very quickly go from celebration to protest if it's not acknowledged by the governing body. And they are in a position where they can't necessarily do that because of the various uh, litigation that's ongoing. Yeah. The, 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 their lawyers will be very much uh, in their ear telling them what they can and can't do. So it's a very I'm, tricky circumstance. Am I right in saying, before I get on my high horse here, because I have... I have... I, I do get on my high horse a little bit with this. I'm no. right in saying that they have, yeah, okay. they, <laughs> they haven't um they haven't put her picture up on the on the big screen in an international match no. And, no. And, and celebrated her. No, because no. If it was she wasn't in the video montage of the World Cup team. If if, if um if we had lost an an a Scotland international player, um and when you know you would have it up on the screen for a Scotland international, and there'd be a minute silence or yep. a minute's applause. You would then also have it with a Scotland international women's game, and you would have it with the two professional games. Now I'm right in saying yep. I think that Edinburgh and Glasgow both had a minute silence for it. Yeah, I think that's true. Yep. Um, but you know there was no harm. Again, just as you say. You're not acknowledging acknowledging guilt. You're not acknowledging anything by putting our putting our picture up and having a minute silence at the beginning of a match for, um, uh, you know, one of the international the autumn nations games. Yeah. It just would it's, have. It's know. not unknown for for Murrayfield to put a picture up and have a minute silence for like past presidents of clubs. Like yeah. we'll yeah. we'll yeah. probably have a minute silence for the the past president from Selkirk from last week. Where we yeah. go to the Argentina game on Saturday, so so it's a player who was actually like, a member of Scotland. It's almost sport, like they don't like women, died. Johnny. <laughs> it it almost is, yeah. I thought I thought where you were going with that, Johnny, was they're going to have a minute of silence for us when the time comes. For Flinty, when they finally dig him up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's going to be how they reveal it. A minute silence for OG Flinty, and that's how we know it's case closed. He's never coming back. But there'll be questions. Cami will ask questions at that point. Oh, I. No <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, really, really, really difficult stuff. And I think the problem is it detracts from 
what we're seeing in the park as well, and that's actually what we've commented a lot about the SRU over the last few while, is the 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 circus off the park is detracting from the well lack of quality we, um, in some cases. We should address this, by the way, what Hamish has just been saying, saying in the comments, did the women's team do anything during the World Cup? The women's team did, yes. Did, yeah, like, yes. A lot, a lot of the players had their own sort of, had their name on their wrist tape or on their mm-hmm. boots or whatever. I don't yep. think there was anything organised on a sort of squad-wide. There was no minute silences or anything. No. The players themselves did loads of stuff. Yeah, the, yep. the, the, the pictures I've seen, the vast majority of them had uh, Shebby written on their wristbands and things like that. So, uh, yeah, they did. They put, they put, you know, she was front, front and centre, and obviously there was a whole debacle about the, you know, the 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 comments from the, oh, yeah, and, you know, all that. yeah, yeah, it was madness. But the players did celebrate her in their own way, as they rightly should. You know, she was instrumental in in working with them to get get to that World Cup. So, um, yeah, hor- hor- horrible situation. And again, it's it's so difficult when you're you're trying to celebrate a game and we're we're in this situation where we're talking let's, about look, I've got more thoughts on this. Let's let's save this to hands in the ruck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making yeah, one of my hands in the ruck. Look, we're 49 minutes Cappy in. Says, I, would, I would like to try it. This, so. Let's put a pin in this and I'd like to Thank have, you, I'd like Cameron. have a rant later Thank on. You. Excellent. I like that. Right. Let's talk about eight minutes on. Eight minutes to about <laughs> 64 minutes. Uh, Scotland, as I said, they coughed up lots of, lots of tri-scoring opportunities, but... They scored some nice stuff. Uh, how how good was Stuart Hogg at the weekend, Johnny McGinty? Really good. Like, ah, oh, wouldn't they go really good? Really? Oh, yeah, really? over Reagan. He, like he's well, see, he's old. still no. Do you know this is this is something that we we were but... kind of speaking about last week after the Fiji game because because John and I. Had had very different opinions about how certain players performed in the future game yeah, than did, Rory yeah. did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we were in the stadium and Rory was watching on TV. And now, those of us who are watching on TV have got quite a different opinion about Hoggy yeah. than what you do from in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, I, and, I and, and actually, on TV, he looked really good. Did he? I think <laughs> he did. Really? Yeah, I think. I he did. Wait. He's slipped a good couple of tackles. Yeah. Wait, yeah, but like, that very just, first right, uh, don't, don't tell like, him that I said this, but he's never really made tackles, has he? Mm. Like, uh, you're, he's not uh, in there to make tackles. Yeah, but that first, I mean, it came, the first one on The first one was bad. Hey, right. so, Johnny, so, Johnny so, I know so, you're a fullback, right? <laughs> I know. Right, you're if holy. I keep saying that, the fullbacks aren't I'm going to forgive him the Barrett one because he had chased so far, but then there was another one in the second half. It's just like, because and and and, and like, also, how can how can he get stepped? How can Hog get stepped by somebody who's so much bigger than him? It's like Hog, you just he doesn't want to defend. He's a small yeah, man. Exactly. Leave Hog exactly, alone. He's the exact he's same old. kind of fullback as me. He's like a he's a tackling optional fullback. Yeah, totally. He's a super rugby fullback. But the, was it again, the first? Or, was it the first or second try where he rushes up out of defence? And completely, completely makes an absolute dog's dinner of the tackle. I think that's after he just good. after they'd just done that bit on Amazon where they said, "Judge me on my rugby." In his first, <laughs> his first involvement <laughs> in the game was to miss the tackle. He, he, he means judge me on my running with the ball, and I think we yeah. all know that. And his running <laughs> with get, the ball was really good. <laughs> but again, 
again, there was a scoring opportunity. He had Darcy out on the outside of him. He accelerated up, um, and, and you saw him. He got the ball and went, I'm going to score here, and he went and didn't pass the ball. Now, don't get he me has, wrong. He has he passed it more. He passed it more um, this game than I've seen him pass for a long time, but he... He, he just saw the white line fever come in and say, look, I can redeem myself here. That one was a out. tricky one, to be fair, because I've looked at that a couple of times and I thought, should he have gone outside to Graham earlier? And then that brings Clark across going back in, because Duhan was also waiting in there. Yeah. And we know what Duhan's no. like from like seven metres. It's basically tight we, we need to take the time to act like so. Obviously, Hog had conversion therapy at the weekend previous, where like me and Johnny have decided to <laughs> batter him to the point where he eventually passed to Duhan. And uh, like, yeah. obviously, we can only do this once a weekend. I don't think he's had his Graham conversion yeah. therapy yet. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, uh, our theory after the Fiji game was that while he was in because he was in for a few minutes of his sin bin getting his, his tape adjusted. And John and I's theory was that one person was adjusting his tape and then the other person was just slapping him out the face going, Duhan is massive. Give him the ball. And it obviously, well, they, obviously they, worked they def- because he was doing it They definitely way. have a... They'd have a new bromance going because you see him uh, jumping out on him oh, and they're playing him a week, right? Magnificent. So there's definitely um, a bromance going. The thing, but, is, the thing is, Darcy's from Hoik, right? They're basically next-door yeah. neighbours. Yeah, so, he doesn't like him. You think so? It's borders. It's borders rivalry, Cam. Uh, you can't have. Well, I was going to say you can't have a rivalry between the same <laughs> yeah, town. I've the been same to town. And yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, you absolutely can. I mean, I think that it's Darcy. What <laughs> I think. I think they may even be from different Hoik teams. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. One yeah. of the three hundred different rugby teams that can run out of Hoik. <laughs> And uh, anyone that's joining us for the first time, welcome to Scottish Rugby. (laughs) (laughs) The the heartland of Scottish Rugby is an absolute shower. Uh, It's magnificent. So, um, yeah, um, let's just concentrate on the positives as well, right? So, obviously, Scotland went in with a a lead at halftime, battering down the door of the All Blacks. We took a three-point lead, which probably, I think, for most people's um, most people were like, well, that, that probably doesn't represent that first half, despite the first 10 minutes. And then Scotland done very Scotland things in the second half, where we, we poor decisions. Um, we got on the wrong side of Frank Murphy, which Rory, in his absolute magnificence, predicted probably about 13 minutes in and said, wait till we get on Frank Murphy's bad side. <laughs> But the referee wasn't like there's been a lot of chat from Scotland fans, and maybe we'll come on at this in hands of luck as well, guys. But I just want to get your views on it just now. The referee didn't lose us that game. The referee for me was completely fair. Um, yeah, just like this is the on. thing with Frank Murphy, he was terrible, but he was consistently terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, it. And that's it. Um, so, um, Patricia Vieira, good friend of, of ours, um, she said on Sunday afternoon, You live by the Frank, you die by the Frank. <laughs> and like, and we Scotland lived by the Frank for quite a long time in that game. And then it's Murphy's like, Law. It's, it's, die, it's die by the Frank time. And, and like he he genuinely, I don't think, did favour either team. No. He was no. atrocious, no, but he was atrocious for everyone. Like it's terrible for both teams. Cammy, you've got a view yeah. on this. No, I, 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 you can't blame. You can look at the refereeing decisions, but you know we were both on the end of wrong decisions by Frank Murphy. So, <laughs> and we left, you know, we left twenty points on the field. Yeah, if you easily. think of the times we were trying, you know, you yeah. can't. That's not Frank Murphy's fault. 
you know, those calls were right. The calls on the try line were right. They're, they're unarguable. I think there were the the calls in the middle of the park and in the twenty two sometimes were questionable. But he didn't deny not nothing. He didn't cheat us out of a try. If I, know, I mean, it, to Tom certain fully extent, tried to. He actually but... talked us back into a try. Yeah, when he yeah, did. Sure. Hog, sure. hog one. Well, hog overran it. How can he have overrun it when he's still behind the ball? Getting tackled. <laughs> I think you can see. You can see. There's a a sliding doors. It's a sliding doors try that one, right? Yeah. Because he's reaching out to grab the ball, and there is a world in which the ball he he palms it into his chest and he lands on the floor and scores it. There's a world in which it hits his fingertips and he knocks it on, right? Mm. And and, and both those first, two things are entirely it's... possible. He's making a balance of probabilities judgment, and it's gone in our favour. But equally, the TMO was doing his best to say there was cover there, and he's never get going to bring that to his chest. <laughs> He's Scottish. On he's never scoring that. Exactly. I mean, that was essentially the TMO's <laughs> argument was he's Scottish. He's never going to score it. I it's... should also, while we're talking about Stuart Hogg, I just just as a kind of bit of a fact check, Stuart Hogg started with uh, Hoyk Wanderers and Darcy Graham start, started with Hoyk uh, Rugby Club. So that's that's clearly why Hoggy's not passing it, Darcy, because they're from different clubs within Hoyk. <laughs> I love that you went and checked that. That was very well. I wanted to check it, but yeah. Neither of them played for Hoyk trades, though. Yeah, neither played for Hoyk trades, though. I think I think the, 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 the whole Frank Murphy thing, though, he's starting to turn into a bit of a pantomime villain. And, um, you know, we were, we were there and... Obviously, the the the, the um, Stuart Hogg question mark try also then falls into the same thing. I've forgotten the guy's name. Um, the uh, All Black winner in the corner. Oh, um, totally. yeah, totally. yeah. Now the crowd yeah. obviously hyped up. Whenever that came up on the on the screens, they were screaming and shouting, and and instead of Murphy just standing there and letting the kick go ahead after he checked, etc., he's shaking his head at the crowd and everything like that. And it was just becoming a bit pantomime villain-esque. But WWE. Um, Frank Murphy's anything. Frank Murphy's the back half of a pantomime horse. Let's be open about that. Are you call him a horse's ass? Let's not go full. Let's not go full Razzie on this and start doing red, yellow triangles around No, listen. I'm not. I'm not, any, sir, I'm not. I'm not saying he cost us the game or he, he refereed against us or anything. Uh, what I'm saying is he's a very bad referee. <laughs> no, matter, no matter who you are or who you support, he made but outside of look outside of sides. outside of Holly Davidson, right? There Does are no good referees. There are no Sally. good referees uh, in world rugby right now. Luke Pierce is good. No, he's not. Is he? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Dis- disagree. He has not got Frank Murphy's hair. He is not a good referee. <laughs> Fra- Fra- Frank Christopher Ridley. He's a good looking man. Frank looked like he's he was on his holidays at the weekend. He was just like, oh, I am... He looked like... To me, Frank Murphy looked so happy to be refereeing that game. And his hair and everything was just... I, I, I was all in for it. There was a point, I know we're, get, right? I know we're getting point. massively sidetracked here, right? But Christoph Ridley runs a Bronco nearly as fast as Bowden Barrett. Whoa! The problem I have is I would have rather have had two, either of the TM, either of the touch judges as, a, as the ref than, than Frank Murphy. That was the problem. What I, I did like, what I will say in Frank Murphy's favour is he refereed that game in the same way as a provincial policeman would officiate <laughs> a fight in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point at which Alexander was doing his old sandbag stick and he yeah. was going, not now, boys, not now. Yeah, he, he, not he now. went, nobody wants this. It's like, Frank, have you never seen Zander? Everybody <laughs> wants it. Everybody does want it. Everyone in the crowd wants it. Xander wants it. So I'm pretty just sure let it Sam happen. Whitelock wants it. Yeah. 
Right. Can we have a boys will be boys ruling here, Frank, please? <laughs> yeah, come on, Frank. Craig, um, last 10 minutes, the inevitability of it all kicked in. Um, the All Blacks, um, obviously, the Jack Dempsey situation, and you'll see why I've come to you. Um, the yellow card for Jack Dempsey really set Scotland uh, on the back foot and then conceded points aplenty to lose the game. Um what, what like did we just run out of steam or was was that what what happened i guess Ach, i don't know I, th- I think i think dempsey obviously because of don't you even know, the... you choose hang your next on, words carefully hang on, hang on hang on hang on i'm about to come out in his defense good um Demp- dempsey is a is a good player um he you nearly a... said great just do it nearly said, just you do he does a great job um, for Glasgow, and he has played when he came out in the Fiji game. He played incredibly well for the Fiji game. The my worry and my concern, and it and it manifested itself this weekend, was a little bit of overtrying. He didn't need to go for that tackle. There was cover outside him um, on the tackle. He didn't, and and no matter. And you you get we've all had a chat about this before. It was it was a clear knock on. From and it wasn't like oh he was going for the tackle. The hand was quite far out from the body. Um, so on my side of things, I know what he was trying to do. I know that he was trying his best and he was working hard to try and stop this because they were desperate to win and beat the All Blacks. And I totally understand it. It just unfortunately came to him and it got knocked on. It was it was a yellow card. There's no nobody can turn around and say that wasn't a yellow card. Um, and that's that's I mean, we, we, we we could though because it wasn't a yellow yeah. card. It was a yellow card. It was uh, a yellow by, card. By all the day letter long. of oh. the stupidest law in the law book, it is a yellow card. It's a yellow card. But it's not. It's not. this is the thing. This is the problem I have with TMOs and slow motion replays. Right? You play something like that in slow motion, it will look nine hundred times worse than it actually was. Okay. He like if you play it in slow motion, that is not the speed with which he was reacting to the situation in front of him. I don't. He was yeah. trying to wrap the tackle. You can't. That that's then, what he's trying to do. And, and it happened and to Duncan Taylor against Ireland as well. But then and, this is the thing. It's the stupidest law going. You, but by the law, at, it's a yellow. If you look at scrum, let's take scrummaging, okay? Because I know about that. <laughs> I know. With, I know. Thanks, John. <laughs> John, for those that aren't listening, John has just done that. Uh, really? So, and uh, and I'll talk to him later about that. Um, oh, John and Kruger going head to head on Saturday. Mr. Let's, let, let's put this out because we can get a crowd. Mister Mister Murphy and, and his touchdowns got a fair fair bit of verbal on a, on a couple of the first scrums when the uh, the, the old black uh, loose head was on his knees at one point and was folding Sander in. But that's a different story. Um, Were you sticking I, up for Xander? Oh, Xander played well, apart from his feet going back into his old position again of way, way too far back, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> in a scrum, if a scrum hits the floor very, very quickly, to any referee, there is foul play going on. There's something mm-hmm. going on in that scrum. When a ball fires out the back of a of, of a tackle, like it's been battered out, you know, like, you know, you can see it being projected like a goalie's just punched it, you know, punched it out the goal. There is something happened there. 
It's about the picture that's being presented. It's a yellow card that came off his hand. His hand was quite far away from the body. Um, yes, he may have been going for for a wrap a wrap round to try it, but it, as per as Johnny has said, per the letter of the law, it's a yellow card. Well, he's talking about this one. The, so Magnus <coughs> has popped up. It was a penalty only in the Italy game, and I didn't coincident. Again, this is probably the yes, but the we can talk about that all we want. Consistency doesn't happen. Head notes. I don't. I think the, the thing is right. Let's. It's we can argue to a blue in the face, but whether it was a yellow or not, and and I think there's there's arguments both way. It was a yellow. It wasn't a yellow. It, I, I'm I'm happy with it being a penalty, right? Whether it was accidental or yeah. not. The, the 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 issue for me when we come back to the original point is. I think Jack Dempsey had a good game. If you take that out of it, Jack Dempsey was everywhere as soon as he came on the pitch. He's not Mish, but he was, I thought he had a very good game against the All Blacks. He was an utter nuisance at the breakdown. He seemed to be absolutely everywhere. And yes, he got yellow carded, but you take that out of the equation because that decision could have gone either way. And anybody in Jack Dempsey's position would have done the same thing. Jack Dempsey had a good game. I think I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. And you know, that's the situation where we're at now. Obviously, Hamish Watson being injured, and we'll come on to it just now. Obviously, Scotland have lost the game, but then we've got Richard Gray being cited afterwards. Has been announced that he's got a three-week ban. Um, I'm not entirely sure what incident it was, but is it the is it the Barrett getting he's claimed he's been punched incident? No, he, he ended a ruck with a with a shoulder. Yeah, it was oh, charging, okay. Wasn't it? All right, okay. Because yeah. I I, I sent to enter a ruck with my knee, so <laughs> nobody's um, provided any like from what I've seen. Well, I've only seen the Scottish rugby announcement about it, um, so there's not any detailed breakdown, but. You know, why wasn't this picked up by the TMO at the time if there's 800 million cameras? <laughs> yeah. And if, if they're going to suggest that, you know, if Tom Foley's going to suggest that Stuart Hogg might have overrun a ball for, a tr- for the try and you all these kind of things, he'd maybe pick up on somebody getting their face burst open. But then because, because Richie's pleaded not guilty, it automatically becomes six weeks and then... Yeah, yeah. To get it down, shop them. Craig? Okay, just... I... I, I I can't 100% see this, but I think I saw it, and it was a, oh. And then, because there was definitely a, a, one of the rocks I saw, and I went, that, oh, that was cheeky. But because it was, there was so much going on, and when you're, you know, you, it has to be absolutely clear and obvious, um, and there was so much going on, and, and especially in both 22s, especially in New Zealand's 22, for quite a lot of the, the quite a lot of the time, um, in the game that I think it's just been missed and these things happen and, and and but what I would say is fair enough to the SRU and fair enough to Richie Gray they backed themselves yep. um, and said mm-hmm. you know the SRU said we are we are quite happy that this is going to be turned over um, unfortunately it didn't <laughs> in another classic situation of the SRU getting it horribly wrong <laughs> yeah, the SRU told, we're going to fight we're going to fight this shaking the fist at the weather wind. yeah We'll fight this wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so I'm con- conscious of time, guys. We will come on to the what was probably the best game of rugby I've seen in quite some time. 
uh, at the weekend. We, we will have to cover that on uh, another podcast. I believe we've got plans to try and do a, a special for the Rugby World Cup. Let's talk at length. But let's just give, give a, a couple of minutes over just now, guys. Uh, New Zealand-England at the weekend in the Women's Rugby World Cup. What a bloody game of rugby, eh? Phenomenal. Like the Not best World Cup final I've ever seen. It's Ian, still saved, it's still saved on my Sky Planner. Go. I've been working right. two jobs Ian, there you go. Time out. Come back for Hands yeah. in the Rock once you've watched it. Yeah, go, go and watch it just now. We'll, we'll catch up with you. How long do you think this is? Are you actually going to take <laughs> eight minutes to talk about it? I've seen the red card. Um, that's definite. Um, but yes, it's saved. Card, yeah. I, I, I was listening to the game uh, driving up to Aberdeen for a, I was going to a farm, another farming show, and um, the uh, the Oh no, this was tractors. Oh, tractors! Oh, okay. um, but anyway, um, <laughs> he lost the end of a tractor more than a cow. I know what I know what that MP in the in Parliament was looking at tractors for. Has a steam effect. Um, so anyway, um, but yeah, um, I was listening on the Five Live, and they they, were, they provided a very very good um, uh, commentary on it. And I was on the edge of the seat driving up the road. It was absolutely brilliant. And uh, I am. Um, I honestly thought I wanted England to win and, and I've never wanted England to win anything before. Um, but I really like this Red Roses team. I think they're brilliant. Um, I was so sure that I wanted them to win. And then when New Zealand scored a try to go ahead, my instantaneous reaction told me that actually I didn't want England to win. Yeah. Uh, it was incredible. Just like so excited. Such a good I don't understand be. why did, why, I don't understand why anybody would want England to win that game. <laughs> I, I just, get, like, I just, I like, I like the Red Roses a lot. They're like, I, they just, I don't dislike them in the same way that I, you know, you, you kind of dislike the England men's team. But yeah. I, I think the, the Black Ferns winning is the better story. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's an argument to say that you know, the Red Roses <laughs> winning is that it's, 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 it's proof that investing and having full time players, yeah. That's it. The, like, the, the red roses winning proves that proves that taking women's rugby seriously leads to 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 winning World Cups. The Black Ferns winning, much as I was excited about it, proves that you can treat your women's team like dirt. Drop a coach in six months before who says, "Oh, actually, I know nothing about this team," and still win the World Cup. And like that doesn't sit very well with me. I think we will probably come on to some of this in hands of the up, guys. We are out of time for tonight. See, and uh, on that bombshell. On that. <laughs> I'm not going down that route. It has been an absolute pleasure, as always, guys. I, I just want to leave the, the crowd tonight with just one more little snippet before they head off. Uh, We're going to do a little bit of this. That's right. We've had the time. That is the way. worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> is that worse than the? Is that the worse than the Dallas one we did last week? I think that is worse than the Dallas one. I, I can't unsee that. I messaged <laughs> <laughs> John. John sent that to me, and I was like, "Going, why has he left Patrick Swayze in the video?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how big my ego is. <laughs> I, I said that to one of my workmates and she was like, yeah, I recognise you, but um, the, the other guy doesn't look too different. I was like, shut up! No, that's nonsense! 
Anyway, that that I have had the time of my You're life. Far having, from grey to black, are you? Uh, <laughs> no, it's not too it's not too far, mate. I think I've got the right look. Somebody puts John in the corner. Um, it, it's been a pleasure as always, guys. We are going to drop off now for our free view yeah, listeners. Uh, we're going over at the Doogie Donnelly mob, and we're going to uh, we're going to have some chat with them in due course. I think there's a few people needing a pee as well, so we'll let them go and get their toilet breaks. But for now, it has been a pleasure. Good night from me. Good night from Ian, Craig, Johnny, and of course Cammy. See you. Well, Cammy's on mute. <laughs> <laughs>